still removing more and more in my clothes. Ew. So you guys want to know what we got coming up? Huh? Huh? Do you? Do you? You want to know? We're going to talk calves. Okay. We're going to spend as little time as possible talking baseball. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Why do you got to be like that? Well, it's just... Why don't you like baseball? Can I ask you? It's boring, man. It's really boring. It is not. I just can't. I tried to watch a Reds game the other night, and I well, literally fell asleep. Why did you try to watch I the Reds, I was with Reds, Grandpa. Dude. I was with Grandpa. Okay. Dude, the Reds are terrible. Watch the Indians, dude. They, like, lead the league in extra base hits, dude. Put your f***ing shoes on, man. They lead the... Socks are coming next. Dude, they lead Major League Baseball in extra base hits. Cool. And then we're going to talk Browns. <laughs> Okay, okay, Training okay. camp. I have some actual reporting from there. We're going to do our birthday segment. Huh. And then uh, if we have time, we're going to do a funny one. But we uh, spent too much like, time talking about pe- Colin Kaepernick like, and Al Horford. Aren't camp. people like over birthdays at this point? How dare you? Stephen A's not. And he's going to come on and wish somebody a special happy birthday. I just don't understand. I know whose birthday's coming up. We'll wait for the birthday segment. Do you know whose birthday is coming up? I know Jesus is, is in like three or four months. So we're going to talk calves. And I ain't going to be a bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're not going to spend too much time on it because, uh, you know, the summer league ended uh, they, the, out in Las Vegas. Nice. Exclusive reporting, Andrew Sendejo, I believe, of the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. He has a hat that says, make football violent again. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Same thing, dude. It's like, just call it what it is. I know. Just like... Uh, that. That is something I... Like, that's... Just make it... Like, if you th- if everybody it's dangerous, educate them, make them sign a waiver. Done. So we're talking calves. Sorry, calves, calves, go, go. So... Uh, summer league ended. What did we do? Make the semifinals. Yeah, pretty exciting. And then so we lost in like double overtime to the Lakers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Sexton looked like a beast. Uh, we've seen yeah. summer league heroes before that didn't necessarily work out, but it looks good. Kevin Love got his four-year contract since the last time we talked. Love it. A lot of people sit nice. A lot of people say that. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> a lot. Of, yeah, that's such a hard pun to get right there. Uh, a lot of people say if he would have waited it out, he probably could have got more. Right. It's great that he you know came to terms with the Cavs organization. I think what we really want to talk about right now uh, is a, is a nice look into the past, right? Because basically, and, and we touched on it a little bit right before we concluded the last hour, and that is that uh, if LeBron comes, then it's like at some point you have to not build around the guy, right? And so this is kind of a shining example, what we're going to talk about, of why you might want to consider taking that advice. Heeding, he, heeding that heeding advice. He took past. heed of yeah. that advice. And that basically is that... Uh, <laughs> why did this face get you? It was, the then I started... Didn't. I was trying so hard to stay strong, and then I started thinking about it <laughs> when you had stopped doing it. So, um... <laughs> so, 
Sometimes, just so everybody knows what just happened, <laughs> sometimes I get bored while I'm sitting behind the microphone, so I start making like weird nose movements over the microphone at Nick, just because I'm like bored, and he's took his pants off in front of me. So always treat your friends like your girlfriend. Um, and Anyways, basically what okay. it comes down to is Windhorse reported that more or less Kyrie was recruiting a super team before LeBron came back from Miami. So we know that Gordon Hayward in Cleveland was a, a huge possibility, and this is with Kyrie still being there. And what do you remember what the other two names were? They were pretty um, young, good, young superstars. Yeah, so it looks like he recruited Hayward. It would have been Hayward, Kyrie Irving. He had Trevor Ariza agreed to come there. And uh, Chaining Fry, who obviously so, well, the, Chaining Fry, also. you know, and they they were obviously both of them younger than they are now, you know, because like Chaining Fry's game didn't necessarily age well, and Ariza was better a couple, you know, a few years ago when he would have been on there. But I think the whole point is that he was like on the recruiting trail, right? He right. was campaigning to bring superstars to the Cavs so well Andrew still would have ended up with Andrew with Wiggins, Wiggins right yeah. so I mean you know it's the same kind of question that we asked last time I think it's like you can't help but think to yourself well what if and it's what yeah. if he had you know had stayed in Miami well I mean I think at the same time though like I'm not like mad like I think it just sucks like it was terrible timing any other era we would have won like four straight titles Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not really necessarily mad that LeBron came back. I mean, I'm more like that sucks that like the Warriors got that lucky. And yeah. it's like Cleveland's luck that the Warriors got that lucky sure. in that short amount of time and hit on like Draymond Green in the second round. And Clay Thompson turned into a really good player. And that Steve Kerr all of a sudden won. Like all of those things came together mm-hmm. the year LeBron came back to Cleveland right. and was really good. And we already had Kyrie Irving and got Kevin Love. Like I said, any other year, we probably win two or three titles mm-hmm. in that span. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad that he came back. I mean, we got the title. I'm really happy about the title. But I, I think really the question now is is like, okay, we have Colin Sexton. Cool. <laughs> Please stop. I can't even focus, dude. Um, we have Colin Sexton. We have Seti Osman. We have Auntie Zizic. We have this Billy Preston kid who I thought looked pretty good. I think Akara White looked good during the summer league. We have Larry Nance who – like loves Cleveland. Right. Uh, you just signed Kevin Love, so it kind of seems like Kevin Love really likes Cleveland. Um, and, I mean, I think overall you still look at our roster top to bottom. I mean, we still have a playoff roster. Do we have a – we're going to the finals? Probably mm-hmm. not. Probably not. But I guess, like, I guess that's kind of what I mean. It's like with all I, – I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised. Cavs fans are going to be pleasantly surprised when we actually have an offensive system and not everything isn't run through LeBron. So you were saying fringe playoffs. So here's where here's where it stood last year. So Toronto is a one, Boston was two, Philadelphia three, Cleveland four. And I want to throw this out there real quick. I think our Cavs team could actually beat the Raptors, dude, in a seven-game series. This year? With, yes. Like you're talking with Kawhi? 
No, last oh. year's. Oh, okay, okay. Us without LeBron could beat Toronto. In a seven-game series, if we have a system going, we have like an offensive system mm-hmm. and everything like that. I, I think people are like always get so caught up and are like, you know, well, these guys couldn't play with LeBron. And it's like, well, there's a lot of people who can't play with LeBron because if you get the ball with one second and half to shoot, you get pissed. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens a lot. And so, anyways, go ahead. Well, Continue with okay. what you were saying. So, well, and I j- all I wanted to do was look at, you know, the teams that made it last year, sort of round that out. So, Toronto, Boston, Philly, let's say those are the top three again. Which More than likely will. in yeah. some, any kind of, you know, interchangeable. Cleveland was four. Uh, Pacers at five. Heat. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Washington Wizards. I think the the biggest team that stands the biggest chance to move up or move up in that and get themselves into like the three or two is the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, I think they have the like the the great player on it, and all they really need is a coach. I mean, that was. I mean, they have good players on that team. Right. So for me, I think that's really the team that has the most, but. I mean, I could see us not like going like, okay, we're better than Washington. Well, and so, yeah, that's, I guess what I wanted to look at was like, I still like, we're definitely better than the heat, like on paper. Right. I think, yeah. I mean, they just have a good, that's a a picture. That's a good picture of what I think I'm trying to say is like, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised of what a team motivated to show everybody they're not a bunch of scrubs and in a system will look like. Mm-hmm. I guess is that's I guess that's kind of what my point is is like the Heat do, don't have that much talent, they're just always motivated and they always have a system that they're playing. Right. So you know, and I think the Pacers are are up and coming. I think I could see them, you know, taking even another step forward and being a team that that could could compete. You know, not for a title, but I think they're going to be more formidable as that team develops. So, say that they're a top eight team. The Bucks, like you said. The Wizards, I, I mean, like they added Dwight Howard. That's that's like one match from going up in flames. That's the, the way Wizards. that I look at oh, the Wizards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, Bradley Beal and John Wall don't like each other. Right. And so it's like they're never going to be that good because there's no, there's no, like, team no team between the two of them. Mm-hmm. They both think that they should be the alpha dog that's taking all the shots, dribbling the ball, passing the ball, doing everything. Sure. So, that, I mean, to me, that's the case. So I definitely think we're at least a six seed. You would be, like, shocked at how difficult it is to pull up a list of teams in the Eastern Conference on the Internet. <laughs> like, I am, like, shocked by that. Do you just want teams in general? Yeah, because I just want to look at it and go – do we think we're better or worse? Okay. Okay. I found it. I found it. Okay. 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 So Sh- shut up and go. Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> we don't even need to talk about that. Yeah. Celtics. So Brooklyn Nets. No. I mean, we're still better than the Nets. Hornets. Bulls. Pistons. Knicks. Magic. That's it. Other than the other teams we've ju- we've already talked about, right? So I mean, we're still we're still gonna be a playoff team, right? I, I don't I I don't I mean, I, the Magic got better, right? Like they have they got Gordon under contract and they drafted Bamba. 
Yeah, but, but I mean, that still is going to take anything. time to develop. Yeah. I, I, here's, I the, here's the way that I look at it is this. So we have all that money coming off contracts after next season, mm-hmm. right? You already have Kevin Love. We're Everything that the Cavs are banking on, this is my, like, short-term vision if I'm the Cavs. Everything is banking on how good Colin Sexton is this year. Sure. Okay. Right? And the reason I say that is – And that puts you at the five to the eight seed. Right. Five to eight in seed. In the East. Okay. So you're sitting five to eight seed. And all of a sudden after not this season but the following season, you open up, what, two more max contract slots, mm-hmm. right? So I, to me, what that says is you look at you you look at Colin Sexton. Let's say he is the player that we think he is. Let's just assume that that's the truth. Okay. Okay. Wait one second. Let me visualize. Okay. Okay. So we assume that he is, and he's a let's say nineteen points a game, four boards and four assists and i think his ceiling is like russell westbrook i mean i think he could be which i agree right let's say say his rookie year that's sure around what he does which i think is pretty doable Mm -hmm. for him um and let's say even 17 points a game whatever right there high teens just under five boards and five assists a game and maybe a steal or two a game um makes first team all rookie looks good let's say seti osman comes in doesn't light the world on fire but would be a middle-of-the-road small forward in the NBA. Um, and Auntie Zizic has a good year, and Larry Nance has his good year. Mm-hmm. I feel like you go into that final thing and you're looking at a max contract player. Like, I don't even know the players who would be eligible for max contracts at that point. Greek Freak? Um, Greek Freak. A lo- I mean, like, a lot of be these. Be around that class. Yeah, whatever that class is. I think now you have the ability to look at him and go, hey, you should come here. We'll pay you whatever you want. We've already showed we're willing to drop any amount of money to win a championship. Go talk to a guy named LeBron. We'll drop any amount of money. Mm -hmm. We have two bona fide stars here already, and we already have a great supporting cast. You just need to come in and look like the hero. I. That's a pretty good like pitch when yeah. you start thinking about it. Yeah, especially if, like you said, that window of two to three years where, God help us, that the Warriors start falling apart in some form or fashion. Which, you know I, I mean, mean, they almost have to yeah. at that point because right. of the salary cap yeah. stuff. I Unless mean, they all just keep taking keep massive taking pay cuts, money. which, I mean, if that happens at that point, the players' union should be pissed at them. Yeah. Like all the other players should be like. I mean, they already are. I think the players' union should be looking at him going, like, what the hell are you doing? You're hurting everybody else's contracts. Right. Right. Yeah. They're killing him. But, like, I think it's going to be tough for, like, Clay, like, when the Lakers inevitably offer him Clay Thompson a max deal for him to go, no, I'll play for $15 million. Like, yeah. That's like half. That's like less than half. Yeah. Well, and I agree, and you're, like, looking at it, and you know damn well Draymond's not taking a pay cut. Right. Okay? So you look at it, and you go, okay, Draymond's making 25, and I'm making 15. Yeah. Uh, no. Nah, I'm good. Right. So, and yeah, I'm, I mean. And I'm calling it, too, that KD's leaving after, like, a season or two. Yeah. I mean, I've, dude, just based on how he responds to people on Twitter. Yeah. Like, he can't handle that pressure. He can't handle people disliking him for that long. Right. There's, he just can't. So whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think that the, I think that the future is bright and like for the Cavs organization. I mean, 
I think, you know, they made the moves to protect themselves. They they were safer than going all in for a championship, just like we talked about last time. But we weren't really in a position where we could do that. What do you think about the people who are piling on Kobe Altman for, quote-unquote, helping the Lakers that's dumb. open to Max? That's, that's what dumb, I thought, That's too. a stupid argument. It's an easy argument. It's an easy, like, dumb take to it's have. It's like, wow, you can do math. Well... They had no idea what LeBron – nobody had any idea what LeBron was thinking at that time. There were people going, oh, he he could go to the, the 76ers. It's like yeah. that was never the even Rockets a serious – The Rockets are the front runners. Right, Rockets. Yeah, there, there, none of that was ever even under a con- serious consideration. And so it's like the only teams that were were the Lakers, the Cavs. Cavs had no idea that that was even the case. Yeah. And – you still can't play that. Like, they played a little scared, right? They mm-hmm. didn't pull the trigger for Kimba, probably, or maybe some of those other big moves. Right. But you can't play – they're not going to play that scared. They're no. not going to go, well, if we do this, he's going to end up going to L.A. Right. Plus, here's the other thing, because uh, my wife said that to me the other day, yeah. and I go, do you really think that L.A. wouldn't have found a way to move those contracts? Yeah. Well, and I guess, like, what my thing is, like, okay, so you would have rather had who over, like, Larry Nance. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, I think Larry Nance is going to end up being, like, a phenomenal player. Yeah, and if you can't get superstars that – which you couldn't because you didn't know what LeBron was doing. So if you can't get superstars, then you get a team that's good enough to get to the finals and compete, and they did. And then it's like, at least you're setting. We talked about that at the trade deadline. At least they set themselves up for either, either scenario. Well, and I think too, like the, the the two pieces that I think are forgotten and all that that I've really thought about a lot, and I've been like, wow, the, like we could have a a pretty good team, like more than a pretty good team. Like we could have a team that like takes the seventy sixers to seven games or takes you know the toronto raptors to seven games as you think you start thinking about the bodies on our team like assuming we bring back rodney hood you start thinking about the bodies that you we have on our team we have a a pretty good roster you you put somebody in a position to get a system where you get kyle corver open shots you let rodney hood get open shots and see the ball going through the hoop you let george hill see the ball go through the hoop you let kevin love get the ball at the elbow and do what he did in minnesota you let kevin love and channing fry run pick and pops with colin set we have a good team Mm -hmm. it's just if the system i mean it's like you said now we're gonna see if ty Ty lose a good coach yeah right because we don't know the answer to that because it was lebron before and if they can if they can get a decent system and like you said the one thing he could never do was say here's how we're going to play defense this is our defensive system and if you watch if you watch the summer league our defense in the summer league was ridiculous right so, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the season. I, that's what I was telling Mariah. Mariah's all like, I'm not watching the Cavs right. this year because she's mad that, like, LeBron left and all that. She actually thought Kevin Love was going to leave and was like, that's her favorite player. She yeah. like, loves Kevin Love. No pun intended. But um, Great. Good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited to watch them. I can't wait for it. In other news, 
the team in Cleveland that actually is competing for a championship, mm-hmm. who the co-host on this on this uh, show doesn't want to recognize ever, mm-hmm. the Cleveland Indians. Oh, that's that's so terrible. They're they're like a legitimate contender. I, for the World I watch Series, playoff dude. baseball only. Don't care. Not ashamed of it. <laughs> I'd rather watch motocross. Or the X Games than regular season baseball. Dude, I would gouge my eyes out watching motocross. No, dude, don't lie, because the Browns halftime show with the BMX bike guys, you were into that. No, I wasn't. I was more into watching you <laughs> be like, oh, my God, TOF! Let's go. <laughs> Get it! Let's go! Backflip X out, bro! <laughs> I mean, that's honestly what ah. it more was about. No, the the I'm I'm happy with the Indians' moves at the trade deadline. A lot of people, what do I have to look up, dude? Just whatever. Just sit there on your ass and don't do anything. Okay, I'm happy with the way the the Indians' trade deadline went. They got Brad Hand. Urban Meyer says he reported the incident in 2015. Ooh, shots fired. Rut row. Anyway, sorry. No, um, I'm happy with the moves that were made. I think the I think the Indians set themselves up. Now we have like. A death bullpen. So where weren't didn't you want him to get Manny Machado? No. Oh, I didn't. Okay. No. So here's my theory on the Manny Machado thing, and so that you'll like this part of it because you'll be able to like you like this kind of stuff. My theory on it is we instead of giving up like our top prospect Francisco Mejia, the catcher in the in Triple A. Um, instead of giving him up for basically like really the only reason we would have been getting Manny Machado is for like 50 plate appearances right? in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Because either way, we're winning our division. We're going to win the AL Central pennant. We're up like 11 and a half games or something on the Twins. So either way, we're going to win the AL Central. I guess to me, it was like, all right, so you're telling me I'm going to trade Manny Machado for 50 plate appearances. We're going to give up our top prospect, probably more than just and 10. And that's, that's because he would have, like, gone demanded. To the Yankees. He would have just – he's going to yeah. demand so much money well, in and, the offseason. Well, and you got to start looking at the long-term future. We already have probably two of the top five players in the league, and uh, uh, Francisco Lindor and Jose Ramirez. Plus, we have two, three guys on in our pitching rotation who could legitimately be Cy Young candidates. So it's like, do we really want to pay Manny Machado one player all of that money and then have to figure out how to pay all of our homegrown talent, or do I want to just like... I saw Bryce Harper cheat in the home run derby. How was that? I didn't even watch a home run derby. Well, he is was supposed to... You're, so the new home run derby rules because of the clock thing. Mm-hmm. You're only supposed to get... like Your pitcher can only throw a ball... Mm-hmm. After your pitch hits the ground, his dad was his pitcher, mm-hmm. and then basically he had a minute or whatever left to win the whole thing if he doesn't hit ten home runs or something. And his dad just starts like a pitching machine, and he was hitting them before they hit the ground. Bryce Harper cheated. Did he win it? Yeah, in Washington. Take it up, dude. Take it up the chain, bro. Take it. I want you to put pressure on Major League Baseball. I'm smoking you out. Dude, get the commission on the show. Confront uh, him. What's his name? Fred Fred Manfred. Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred. Well, he's not smoking coming out Smoking you now. out, Rob. He's not coming out now. 
I was trying to get an interview. With Fred Manfred, dude. Yeah, I was trying to get an interview with Josh Cribbs. What he say? I couldn't get close enough. <laughs> dude, you know who the only person that I actually wish you would get on this show? Greg Williams. Yeah, dude. I was trying so hard to get close. Dude, to that would make. Can we just talk about Browns now? Yeah, go. Okay. Go, 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 go. The Indians are good. We're gonna be good. <laughs> But you won't let me talk about it. I will them. continue to ruin every Indian segment I possibly can. Unless you want to talk Buckeyes. Hell no. <laughs> okay. Oh, Urban's getting fired. I don't oh. think he, if he reported it, he won't. I don't really care about college football, to be honest. Me either. Can we just get rid of it already so that there isn't, like, A all of this? Thing? Let's just do, like, amateur football league. And or G League. Just do a G League. Have the team supplement a G League. Did you see how much money the Browns made? For, d- um, so so the Green Bay Packers are um, like publicly shared by, mm-hmm. their, by their fans. So they have to report their earnings. And they have to report what the like league shared revenue was. The league shared revenue was like $37 million a team yeah, or something like that. So, the, like, the Browns for winning no games last year, Jimmy and D. Haslam made, like, $37 million right. off of the Browns. Just just saying, okay? Like, they could support it. Yeah. Um, and do it in the spring, dude, and you're just going to be cleaning up. Well, and I guess that's what I'm saying is if you do, like, a G League, start it right after the Super Bowl during, like, you know, and I, it's well, just it may, all the college athletes. We'll do it after the draft, I guess. Do a draft. You can. That's hot. It'd be hot out. Huh? Unless all the stadiums were indoors. If you did it after the draft. No, I meant summer, like move the draft up. I mean, I am all for that. Do the draft. Have like, two drafts. Oh, wait, do, there is two drafts. Do the draft after. <laughs> uh, um, that actually, I would like that draft better than the current system. Where oh, you just put a bid in on a player? Yeah, it's like a. It'd be like free agency, but it's like bidding. Yeah, like it'd be if if there was no college football, everything was like a private club, right? So you could go to college, but then you were also basically a professional athlete that was not paid as highly as the NFL. Right. Right. And so the the each NFL team has maybe you could probably they could probably support two teams to be honest with you. Well, yeah, I mean I think and, they need one each, thirty-two teams, and then the whole draft was a supplemental draft. Yeah, dude, we fixed football. We're done. <laughs> Seriously, that would be a that blast, would be awesome. dude. That would awesome. be a blast. Um, okay, so how do you want to do training camp talk? Do you want to ask me about it or? <laughs> So no other option besides asking you? Well, do you want to, like, talk about the things you have read and then ask me my analysis, or would you like me to Your just kind of start talking about it? I have to remove my shirt soon. Why? It's hot. Yeah, dude, we don't turn the air conditioning on here. Our studio's bullshit. <laughs> I lost my headphones. I today. didn't. I actually have full headset right now. Okay, I'm back. Me too. Awesome. Don't touch anything. I need to remove my shirts in. <laughs> um, so how do you want to do it? Just go. Because we're running out of time. You go. You go. Okay. So Batonio played left tackle yesterday. Okay. And that was, I think, the first day. That second day. Happened. Second day is happened. So obviously all eyes were on that. Uh, you know, like – 
even Mary Kay Cabot, she's like basically followed Batonio around. It was awkward, kind of. Yeah. But um, I mean, I thought he. She's weird to me. Yeah, she is weird. Anyways. But uh, ah, she. <laughs> What is that? Elephant. Oh. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> so, um, he I thought he looked all right. I mean, for a second day, he was up against Garrett in a yeah. lot of the drills and stuff like that. So, I mean, there were a couple of protections. You want to know something else that's funny, though, is that uh, – I remember we were talking on the phone the other day, and you're like, I heard Baker hasn't had a turnover. Yeah. All, literally, like, the second snap he took, he threw an interception. I was Did like, he? damn. I heard a couple of, like, yeah. he, like a couple balls got well, tipped Well, the and defense, stuff. like, ev- that's even what they're saying on – I mean, you, it was noticeable yesterday, but they're saying it on Twitter and everything. Like, the defense dominated uh, training camp yesterday. Like, it was bad. They, really? The offense couldn't – they scored on zero goal line plays. I didn't know that until after I – read it yeah but then i thought back to it i'm like yeah like they would hand the ball off to chubb on the goal line and it was a three or four yard loss like those linebackers are flying all over well, dude i heard michael kendricks just like blows yeah, everything up. he did dude. and dude i'll tell you this the hardest hit of the day was jabril peppers on a run blitz really and he dude he clobbered the the he's a camp running back he's like yeah. number 25 but I mean, he lit, it was pure instinct, and he was running full speed and didn't stop and just shoulder-checked a dude right in the head. Like, it was it was nasty. And every, it made the whole crowd – oh, the whole crowd reacted yeah, to it. Yeah, it was Jabril Jack. Dude. Yeah, dude, he got it. He's like, getting all fired up. So that was cool. Dude, I will tell you this, okay, mm-hmm. that one thing that is insane, and this is totally kind of out there, but just another observation. Okay. Is that – and it's not even like – like everyone already knows this, but Miles Garrett is f-ing huge, dude. Really, to see him in person, like, it's just like here's what I'm telling you. Okay, we walk in and they're li- in lines doing stretches, and yeah. you immediately can pick out Miles Garrett. He's that much bigger than all of the other professional football players on the That's team. That's crazy, dude. Dude, like you, it's it's obvious when he's like and he even had his jersey rolled up so you couldn't even see 95 yeah and dude like his arms are three times the size of anybody else's carl nassib who's a big dude yeah looks like a high school football player standing next to miles garrett it's insane that's how crazy dude, dude yeah. yeah and the funniest thing that i saw by the way another observation we went over and watched just the D line drills. Yeah. So we saw they were doing like a a uh, run. They would have like two defensive tackles line up and a defensive tackle try to bust through like a run stopping drill. Yeah. Then they ha- were having a pass rush drill where they would come and they'd turn around a cone and then basically dive at like a dummy that would have been a quarterback's legs sure. or whatever. And, like, I seriously saw a dude that weighed probably 500 pounds shirtless in a wheelchair just trying to get Miles Garrett to look at him. And he was, like, 46 years old. Why? I don't know. I was like, I hope that that's not me isn't as, like, <laughs> a 46-year-old dude. Way too excited about Miles Garrett. He's just like, Miles! 
and what what reaction do you dude, want? Dude, that 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 impression was hilarious. Miles. Yeah, no, dude, that it, that was him, but he was shirtless, Miles. 500 pounds sitting in a wheelchair. Like one of those little electric scooter well, that's things. that's sad. Yeah, it wasn't a wheelchair, it was an electric scooter. It, it is kind of sad, but also just an observation. You digress. It was just an observation. So here's what Agba I Agba looks like crazy explosive. Really? Like he looks... He's not the athlete that Garrett is, but he looks like he's every bit as explosive, which is awesome. Yes. Um, I will tell you that Denzel Ward does look very good and, like, he knows what he's doing. I'll tell you that uh, Demarius Randall surprised me with how good he looked. Simeon Thomas, like, the seventh-round yeah, yeah, yeah. corner, what looked really good. Um, now, he's the one who, like... Talent wise is like yeah he's like six three and he's a corner yeah I was gonna and say he's like from what I if I remember correctly he was like third round guy second third round guy but then got a bunch of off field issues yeah I think I think so okay that sounds right but and so he yeah I mean he looked phenomenal Carlos Hyde looked really like strangely good i think i saw him bust like a 20 or 30 yard run so in that, 11 on 11 that's the one thing i did hear that like our run besides in the goal line our run offense is like mm-hmm. well and see that's the other thing too that i didn't know until after we left which made sense was in those 11 on 11 drills zeitler was in there and he got hurt yesterday, so he missed the uh, second the half. Goal line so stuff. they had Drango in there for the goal line stuff. So I don't know if it says that, but then I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, that was 66. That was yeah. Drango that was out there. And, uh, man, that when they talk about Baker, like knowing where he's going with the ball, planting his foot in the ground, driving it, I mean, dude, it's – the the pass there's so much velocity on the ball when he throws it that it's like it's crazy, and it's a quick release and yeah, everything. Yeah, like that. I mean he's they when they were doing the full on pass rush, everybody's a hundred percent go. I mean he was there. What he didn't throw anything deep. He still might be a little scared, or he might just be making the right reads. I saw one. Didn't he have one down the seam to like Richard Higgins? Yeah, there's one. There was one to Higgins, but. Yeah, it was more of an intermediate route, yeah. and then Higgins took off. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, everything that – all those reviews of him, and he's st- you can tell he's still making mistakes. The thing about him, though, is when like when he threw that pick, like I was saying, he immediately knew what he did wrong. Like they were like – he was like – and then they actually gave him another rep. Yeah. Because yesterday they didn't have – they gave Stanton a rest day. Uh, so, so Stanton was, was doing... like standing there in a bucket hat and yeah. basically coaching Mayfield. Right. And then Mayfield got all the reps with the third team. Smart. Yeah. And that Brogan Roback guy actually has a pretty good arm. Does and he? he's huge. I mean, he's like, well, he's way bigger than Tyrod and Baker. Baker. Yeah. So. so how does Tyrod look? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean – Complete command of the offense. I don't think I saw him make a mistake. I think he had two picks yesterday. The I heard one was off of Njoku. Yeah, it though. was. F- yeah, one was. Yeah, Njoku. It was a crazy interception. It was eleven on eleven, and and J- it went off Njoku's hands. And then I think Jamie Collins Hans tipped it. Tipped and it. Then Randall, Randall picked it. Picked it yeah. and almost took it back. And uh, and then I the other one was I th- I feel like it was somebody ran a route ran the wrong route or. Or, but it wasn't him making the wrong read. 
Right. You know what I mean? And like, dude, that, that pass to Landry in the corner was perfect. I yeah. mean, and you can see that timing. You can yeah. see the chemistry between him and uh, uh, Darren Fells, the tight end, looked like a pro tight end. Yeah, I mean, and he's he's huge. Like, he's, yeah, he wasn't he the basketball player? Wasn't I think he, he was. A basketball player. I think he was. So all in all, what are you like? What are you looking at the Browns this year? Like what? Like after you saw yesterday, what does? I think uh, where's your opinion at? Yeah, on I mean, I still think that you're like you're gonna your ceiling's gonna be like nine games. Okay, you know, and it's probably more like five or six, and you're gonna see improvement because they are still a young team. The left tackle spot still bothers me. I mean, Betonio I think could be decent at it, but like you and obviously it's gonna take a while for him to get comfortable right. with it. But like the fact that like they were touting Sean Coleman all off season and then all of a sudden are like like you see him out there with the second team kind of struggling and you're like, Man, they don't they don't know what they're gonna do there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Greg Robinson I think was out with a concussion or he's yeah, been hurt. He just got cleared, I think. Yeah. So he might be out there today. Yeah, but, but well, like, here's my thing. I think they, but they're de- I'm telling you right now, their defense is going to be really good. the The linebackers fly around the field, and Garrett and Agba, and they're doing all this stuff we've talked about. Where we're like, imagine this guy's rushing or blitzing, and you don't know, yeah. and and all these crazy formats, and that that stuff ha- you see it out there, and you're like, wow, that is going to be. I saw Randall, Kindred, and Jabril all out there one play then i saw um uh one where randall was playing that angel safety but then they also had bbc in at safety yeah as like a nickel slash safety, safety thing like and it's weird there's but weird it's just hard point. to identify yeah yeah and then like you have ward you can tell that they're still trying to figure out um, who's going to play on the opposite side. But, like, Ward's the number one corner. Yeah. Which is cool. Well, I've seen some videos where it's just, like, the footwork. Yeah. The position that he carries, the, like, you know, the chase down mm-hmm. speed after somebody, like, turns and runs. Yeah. Like, athlete-wise, like, he's – nobody can yeah. – like, he he isn't outmatched by anybody but I think wise. I think I saw Terrence Mitchell get beat, like – almost every time I was paying attention to him specifically. Yeah. And I even looked at turning my brother-in-law and like, they're paying this guy four and a half million dollars. Like for one, it's a one yeah. deal, but like, yeah. well, that's weird. Cause like all the reporting is, is that Terrence Mitchell is turning heads in camp. Yeah. He, he had a bad day yesterday. Cause that, I think the catch from Jarvis was on him was on him. And then I saw him. Well, give up which another, I mean, that's a yeah, great catch. It was, it was okay. a great catch. But I also – I think I saw him give up another touchdown, though, too, and it was to, like, Higgins or – it was yeah. to, some like, a two. Well, I'm surprised, like – I don't know if it's he's just mad or whatever the case is. I'm surprised DJ Gaines isn't, like – He actually – I saw him make a pretty decent play. Yeah? Yesterday. So I, what I – my dream scenario in this would be that, like, EJ Gaines, like, has a great season and we can extend him. And then just let Denzel Ward continue to grow into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, I think, did we re-sign? BBC got re-signed by Sashi, right? No, I think his contract's up at the end of this year. I'm pretty sure. I thought sure. he got re-signed. But either way, whether it's him or TJ Carey or whoever that third person is. But I also think that 
you know, Jabril Peppers and Demarius Randall give you a lot of flexibility with uh, safety. Like you can bring Derek Kindred and, and Peppers yeah. in. And yeah, and, I mean, and put Randall down in the slot, and yeah. you know, a lot of different opportunities for people to move around and create mismatches and matchups and everything like that. And I don't know if this is normal because it's not like I go to like every training camp or do you know what. And I didn't go last year at all, but like, it was interesting to me that they had during the man coverage drills when mm. it's just like quarterback throwing to one receiver and one defensive back covering him. Yeah. Which obviously is a huge advantage for the receiver. Sure. But they had all of their safeties do that man-to-man drill. Huh. So, like, Jabril Peppers covered, like, Ratley or something on yeah. one-on-one. And then, actually, Jabril covered Njoku on one, too. Really? And I think broke it up. But, like, even – but the, I noticed it when it was Randall. And I was like, why is Randall – like going yeah. man on man against like Jarvis Landry or whatever, yeah. whoever it was. And then my brother in law, same thing. He's like, Yeah, they had all the safeties do that twice through a rotation. So it's like, it's the same thing. I think they're, they're preparing them to, you know what I mean? They think BBC's the nickel and they think Randall is the safety. And all of a sudden, as soon as the snap, ball snap, that changes. Right, that's a difficult read to make when Miles Garrett's bearing down on and you. Nagba and right. all these guys. Yeah, now I'm excited for the season. I think that the Browns are gonna. I mean, I agree with you. I don't think that they're gonna be like some people are talking about. You know all this stuff. Did you see the thing? Yeah, this is BBC's last season. We have to resign them after this year. Um, I mean, and which that doesn't change anything. I right. mean, I still think like whatever that guy is or whoever that guy is that they get for that slot. You know, I mean, I think that we have a good base set right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think John Dorsey did a great job turning the roster over. Um, just kind of – I'm just excited for the season. I'm excited for the first preseason game just to yeah. see that on the field. And Hard I mean, Knocks is Tuesday. Oh, is that the first episode? Mm-hmm. And then preseason's on Thursday. I'm excited to see Baker Mayfield for the first time um, live action. You know, I'm just excited in general to see stuff um, and see what they look like and look at specific things. I think kind of for me the biggest thing I'm going to be looking at in the first preseason game would end up being I want to see like Tyrod Taylor and Jarvis Landry like I want to see that whole connection it sounds like it's everything it's there. is positive it's there um I really want to see Njoku because like I feel like he's he's had a spotty like I and I didn't know that until yesterday and I noticed how many balls he was dropping yeah and they said he's had up and down days yeah. and you just hope that his confidence is isn't getting shot and i don't think it is greg little syndrome right but like you know guys that are those freakish athletes like that sometimes that's that's always seems to be well yeah but can they catch it yeah so i'm excited to see that because i want to see his progression i think he has the capability to be i'm gonna make a bold prediction okay do we have a sound for that yeah you got a sound i do just do it twice just do it twice (laughs) the cleveland browns have a top three defense this season i just want you all to know i'm being patriotic and standing and saluting are you Yeah, I really could see that happen. 
So we're almost done, Mariah. Okay. Getting bothered in the, in the studio. Ridiculous. We're working here. <laughs> Tell me when. Boy, was that exciting. That was great. We had a lot of different things to talk about. Turn that off. We forgot the birthday segment. Turn it off. Don't play it again. I, s- I said don't play it again. Do you know whose birthday I want to say? No. Okay, well, you go first. Well, I don't have one, so. You don't have one? No. In five days, mm-hmm. Frizzy Fry Fairy turns two. Happy birthday to him. I don't care. I do. Good luck. I mean, Thanks, Stephen. So I do. I do care. Well, I mean, you just now you ruined it. So I hope you're happy, Stephen. A. That was a child that you were talking about. Come at my boy, dude. Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, Stephen A. Yeah. You're never allowed back on this show. And Colin Kaepernick. And Al Horford. Yeah. And Deshaun Kaiser. No, not you, Deshaun. We love you, Deshaun. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right. Well, that, that concludes the show. I am show. fully naked now. Yeah, like I said, dude, treat your friends like your girlfriend. I'm never mad if my girlfriend's naked. So I can't be mad now. No, you can't. I'm and not see how much And see how much better that kind of a relationship is? Yeah. Than being mean to your friends? Yeah, exactly. So this ends the show. Yeah, we, we just kind of ran out of steam for the funny segment, and... There's nothing You know what? Left. Hey, whose podcast is it? It's our podcast. Yeah, so screw you guys. Yeah, except for screw you, Tokyo. Screw you, Tokyo. No, Tokyo not. No, we love Tokyo. You're our Everybody two who listens. You're our number I'm out of here. Well, you can always find us at Between the Knicks. Twitter, I'm gone. Facebook. He's he's leaving, I guess. Uh, so come back and listen. You can subscribe. SoundCloud. <laughs> Google Play Music. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. And you can check us out um, on the interwebs and other online things and stuff. Bye. Go Brownies! <laughs>